listener production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Thursday, the 18th of January. Today, Australia's Demon and Storm Hunter are through to the third round of the Australian Open. Lauren Jackson just can't seem to stay retired, and the mind-blowing amount of money that Tom Brady wants to be paid to sit courtside at the tennis. But first... Well, I had a few conversations with the boys in the dressing room. Uh, I told them that I would get a wicket on my first ball. But I didn't know it was Steve Smith. So <laughs> I think that, that went well for me. So I went with a positive mindset. You know, you're coming up a one, uh, against the best team in Test cricket. So I just come with a positive mindset and do what I do best. Day one of the Adelaide Test match was meant to go like this. Australia wins the toss, we choose the bat first. Steve Smith then strides out to the middle for the first time as an opener of the Aussie Test side, goes on to make a century, and we all party like it's 1999. <laughs> But no one told West Indian rookie Shamar Joseph. Oh, that's nice. Beautifully done. First ball, first <laughs> wicket. What a start. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. First delivery in Test cricket. The great Steve Smith edges straight to second slip. Well, that will go on the record books for that young man. And what a start to his career. In his first game of Test cricket, with his very first delivery, Shamar Joseph dismissed one of the greatest batsmen in the history of the game and announced himself as a star of the future. But what a moment. Whatever he does in his career from here, he's got Steve Smith out first ball. What a celebration. What a first day he's having in Test match cricket. After Australia won the toss and elected to bowl first, Pat Cummins and Josh Hazelwood proceeded to rip through the subpar West Indian batting lineup, dismissing them for just 188 runs. But the total would have been a lot worse were it not for a tail end cameo by the Steve Smith conqueror himself, Shamar Joseph. Not anywhere near that one, which is timed beautifully by Shamar Joseph. Beautiful flick or flick of the parts. Joseph scored 36 in his first test innings, batting at number 11, before he went on to take the only two wickets for the West Indies so far, dismissing Smith for just 12 runs and Smith's protege, Manus Labuschagne, for a paltry 10 to leave the Australians at 2 59 heading into day two with Usman Khwaja and Cam Green, the not-out batsman. A demon and a storm hunter walk into the third round. Sounds like the setup to a joke, but it's actually the latest update from the Australian Open of tennis. This is Alex Dimonor's apex right now we are seeing in his career. Alex Dimonor took a little over two hours to dispatch Italian Matteo Arnaldi in straight sets, cruising into the third round. But he's not alone. I'm just riding the high right now. I think you've got to enjoy it while you can and um, just focus on recovery now, but um, also enjoy this. This doesn't happen every day, so um, I'm super excited and enjoy it with you guys. Um, I love playing in front of you. It's, it's obviously the best time of the year for Aussies and um, we absolutely love it. So thank you so much for the support and I'll see you on Friday. The woman with the greatest name in tennis, maybe in all of sports, Storm Hunter is also into the third round of the tournament after defeating Laura Sigmund. Hunter had to go through qualifying just to crack the main draw of the tournament and now she's guaranteed to take home a quarter of a million dollars in prize money even if she loses her next match. So, so much money. Max Purcell, Thanasi Kokonakis and Isla Tomljanovic will all be on court today, hoping to win their way to a rich third-round payday as well. 
Lauren Jackson just can't stay retired. My knee ended up degenerating really, really fast um, and I got arthritis pretty quickly and I really believed that, that, that I'd get through this. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> the only Australian player in the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame was forced into an early retirement in 2016 due to a degenerative knee injury. But even then, her basketball CV was unmatched. Five WNBL championships, four WNBL MVP awards, two WNBA championships, and three WNBA MVP awards. She's a rock star. But the journey wasn't over. Thanks to some medical help from a little wacky tabacky, in 2022 at the age of 40, Jackson made a comeback to the court and was included in the national team that went on to finish third at the World Championships, led by Jackson, who dropped 30 points in the bronze medal match. Stand up and applaud Australia. How good is this? One of the all-time greats in any sport that this country has produced. She goes out on her terms. Lauren Jackson, you bloody superstar. And so finally, Jackson was ready to sail off into the basketball sunset. Wait, what's that sound? Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I'm rocking my pants. What suffers a fear? Yep, she's coming back again. After her emotional farewell last year, Jackson has continued to not just play, but star for the Southside Flyers in the WNBL. And her performance has forced national coach Sandy Brondella to name her as part of the 12-player Opal squad for the Olympic qualifying tournament to be held in Brazil next month. Yes, Lauren Jackson! You are the queen of basketball and we love it. Raise her up to the gods because she's so worth it. If Australia can finish top three in their pool at the tournament, they will book a spot at the Paris Olympics in July this year and possibly send Jackson to a fifth Olympic Games, which would make her the first Aussie female basketballer to achieve the feat. If you believe the internet, and I mean, why wouldn't you believe the internet? Former NFL quarterback Tom Brady is worth more than $500 million. Must be nice. Yep, the seven-time Super Bowl champion has certainly made hay while the sun shone. But some people are simply never satisfied. Please, sir, I want some more. Brady is on his way down under for a series of speaking events around the country. Tickets for the event, where Brady will speak about his success both on and off the field, range from $100 for a bronze ticket to $4,000 for a touchdown package, which comes with a bunch of bells and whistles, as well as an opportunity to meet the man himself for a photo. So it stands to reason that Tom is going to be adding to his already vast fortune while he's on this tour. But maybe the cost of living has hit the Brady household as well, because when offered the opportunity to sit courtside at the Australian Open tennis finals by a local PR agency, Tom's people replied with a simply stunning appearance fee. Two, three hundred thousand dollars? Yep, reportedly, while he's in Melbourne for his high-paying speaking event, Tom Brady wants two to three hundred thousand dollars an hour to sit in probably the best seats in the house and watch the world's best tennis players go at it. Seems a bit much, doesn't it? For context, the 2022 men's final lasted five and a half hours. If Brady had turned up and watched that whole match, he would have walked away with $1.6 million, which is more money than the loser of that game received for actually playing. I love the bloke, but seriously, Brady, get a grip. And that is your Fast Fun Here to Sport today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you for your week-ending edition of The Scorecard tomorrow. Listener.